first official recording in 2022. Um, <clears throat> this one's going to be not a spicy one, um, but I got some spicy ones for this month. Uh, the next three Sundays are looking to be a little spicy. Got some got some good notes on some stuff to talk about. Um, but we're going to start off a little easy at the beginning of the year. Hello and welcome to The Q with your host, Quinn Oro, nerd as you know me by now. It's 2022, everybody, we did it. Uh, I think that it was already the intro from last episode, uh, Monday, for you guys, the third. Um, technically, this is the third episode in the new year, but it is the first recorded episode of the new year, meaning I'm actually in the year 2022 recording an episode to be uploaded the next day. It is the 9th. You're getting it on the 10th at 2 o'clock as normal, or whenever you listen to it throughout the week. Who knows? Um, you do you. It's podcasts. You can listen to it on demand whenever you want. You can re-listen to it if you really wanted to. That'd be kind of pog. Um, but this week, the first, well, second full week of January, the first full week is over. We did it. We survived it. 2022 is looking up, uh, in my opinion. So, some things to go through. Uh, you know, a couple things to discuss. Um... Not particularly like changing of this, but potential life-changing things to come in 2022. Um, I know it's already been a week and things are already popping off. Um, but let's just go ahead and get those taken care of straight away. Uh, don't keep you guessing on those. Um, first, Boston is obviously going to graduate from Lakeland here in May uh, with her from the nursing program. She'll be an official RN. Um, I believe that's the terms that she would receive i don't know exactly what it is and she'll finish out the rest of her uh ob nursing stuff at siue i believe for the next year or two starting next fall or this fall um all online if i'm not mistaken there's a few times she has to go in i think it's three times a semester the beginning the middle and the end to do testing um just because they decided they're not going to do any online testing just to not deal with it i guess so that's interesting to say the least um but anyways, so she graduates there, uh, you know, two days ago, she actually got an email from Carl over there by Champaign or in Champaign, depending on how the county lines work. I don't know. It's in Champaign County. Anyways, um, large hospital to say the least, fairly large hospital for both our area, but also most of Illinois. Um, it's one of the top rated OB hospitals in Illinois. I don't know what it is ranked nationally. Technically, I think the best one is Union, but I don't know where that one's at. Um, but that has a better NICU unit. That's why it's technically a smaller hospital, but bigger NICU. So it's slightly better for nurse, uh, for like child care, um, especially prenatal and issue babies. I don't know the word they use for it, but you know, uh, premature children or babies that have, uh, problems after birth. Um, however, Carl is better when it comes to postpartum and prepartum. You know, better uh, facilities and faculty for the mothers, which is what Boston prefers to work in. I'm not going to get into her ideology why, um, but she prefers working with the mothers. Not that she doesn't like hate kids. Uh, she's She likes children and she likes babies, um, but she has always been more interested in the mother's health and care than the baby. I don't, you know. So that's just a better option for her because that's the side of... Uh, 
midwifery and um, OB that she wants to work in. So getting the residency, like she's not just like getting work there. She gets to do residency at Carl, which is huge, um, especially for somebody coming out of the nursing program. That's a great offer to have. Um, so she's got job offers. I'm not going to go into the details of what that is because um, reasons. <laughs> um, not that she's like hiding how much she makes, but uh, just in case, you know, the culture at Carl isn't to give out that information. I'm not going to, um, whether that's right or wrong. It's not my place to say regardless. So I won't tell you that either, but let it be known. She could make a lot of money, a lot more money than I am, a lot more money than she is right now. Um, it's, it's some good money up there. So she's going to probably start there in June, I think is what she's looking at. If she finishes her NCLEX, I think it's called NCLEX. Or Implex, Inclex, I think is the word. It's standardized testing for nursing people, if I'm not mistaken. Um, she takes that early June, so after that, then she'll start there, would be my guess. Um, so that's pretty pug for her. Um, and then, you know, on Friday, I actually don't know, but on Friday, I did my um, end of the year review at uh, the place that I work at. I don't think I've actually mentioned what it is, but I'm not going to. End of the year review there. Um, they said everything with threes or fours out of five, uh, good communications, good people skills, good timely work, high worth ethic, um, can implement uh, fixes on their own, um, takes matters in their own hand, willing to speak up and make sure things get done the way they're supposed to get done, um, and going to be picking up some more um, of the slack, I guess you could say. I'm doing some more heavy in my own workload there, which is pog because that means I get to work more directly with servers. Um, we're actually doing, uh, yeah, all of our locations, multiple locations. I will, uh, spoiler that, um, we have multiple locations that I work at. All of them will be getting upgrades to their, uh, routers and switches. Um, so I get to see brand new hardware, um, installation and configuration not from scratch um our provider cisco will do a lot of the general stuff and then our our direct provider will implement their own features and stuff and then all we do is just on top of all that drop in you know our ad and all of our other uh, switching protocols and phone systems and stuff that they don't mess with that we have to work on on our own but all of the systems that I would normally um, interact with and be in charge of, I will get to see the firsthand implementation of those plans. So that's going to be really interesting to see. I think we're going to start doing that um, middle of March. So we have a month and a half of planning and figuring out time frames and uh, making sure we have everything in order to start the transfer and working on, um, I think what we're going to do this year, since um, they have some more help with me there, I think we're actually doing live migrations of our storage servers, so that's going to be uh, scary. <laughs> um, but we bought a new system for this. Um, obviously, we want high availability, and we want... Well, high availability isn't great for what I work in, but because of what we're doing, um, we are trying to implement it during a work day, and it's pretty important that our users are still able to work. So... We need high availability for that. So we're buying a system that can do that um, and we can basically hot swap the routers and switches while we're going, which is going to be very interesting. Um, 
and obviously our all of our network location stuff will be uh live while we're migrating to the new systems which is very interesting um i'm looking forward to seeing all of that getting firsthand experience because it'll be the first time i'm actually working with those systems obviously you know i've worked with ad i've worked with the software i've plugged things into switches and i've moved routers from different tower different um racks and removed old ones decommissioned a few um my while i was doing my internship we actually decommissioned um a couple i think there's yeah two old uh we had an old uh old router and then we had an old uh storage device uh an old nas that we uh decommissioned so i got to see that part the last bit of it of making sure everything transferred off effectively and we wiped all the data and removed it and uh disposed of it um, so I got to see that uh, during my internship the first year. Um, but now I get to see the other side of that, of building new stuff, putting new equipment in and getting all that done before the summer. Um, and why that's important is because I don't really want to drive from Champaign back here to Casey to do that. Um, and I don't get paid enough. <laughs> I don't get paid enough to do that. Um, I barely got paid enough when I lived in Charleston to drive back and forth. I had like maybe $40 to my name at the end of the month um, of like free spending cash. Obviously, you know, I could pay all my bills um, a little bit for, you know, gifts and things for holidays and important stuff um, and then food. But other than that, I had $40 to my name to spend on things. So it was living as close to a paycheck as possible. Whereas this year, you know, I've had close to $300 if not more a month that I could technically be saving um, because I count I actually count in the 200 that I use to invest every month as um, a default requirement just because that's good financial literacy. Um, at least for my level, that's a good amount of money to be removing from my paychecks to invest in my future. Um, so yeah, having the extra $300 basically uh, a month is very nice um, because gas is so, is so expensive and the time and all that to travel back and forth is just it's not it's not financially smart to do um, and since boss will be making so much I was like you know what I think it's good idea to move champagne in the area of champagne um, what would that mean um, getting a new job because the upwards trajectory at my location of work is not that great the mobility isn't fantastic um what they're using me for is the end goal for my position i think they don't have any reason to promote me past it assistant because we are uh, you know not huge like i said we had a couple of locations but nothing like a team of it people are working here so there is upward trajectory people will be coming in and out um, we can always use another full-time network admin. Where I'm at, it's it's not that huge. I mean, yes, I obviously I lower the work work uh, priorities of my boss and you know those people, but it's not enough to be like, yeah, we need two full-time people getting relatively the same pay, doing relatively the same job. It's just not that scale. Um, so the upward mobility is basically non-existent, but I knew that going in, um, the whole point was to gain experience at the lowest end so that I could use that going into new places to quickly advance outside of that. Um, 
and because everybody needs to start at the lowest end of the pole to understand what it's like so that if you ever get to the point where you're managing, you understand where they're coming from and what they're doing um, and things that they should be able to do and other things that they shouldn't, you know, stuff like that. So being able to work there is good for my job experience. So I'm not complaining about my job that I have to do. Um, but for me, I know what I want out of my life and what is financially good for me and Boston and also Murphy um, is to find a new job so that I can make more money um, to provide for us. Not completely, obviously, but um, I do need to improve things, move things around, which I'm not a fan of doing. Um, I've had three jobs my entire life. Uh, I spent one year at a pizza shop and then I spent four years at a grocery store. Um, and now I'm here at this place. This is my going into my third year there. So for me, I'm very consistent at where I work and I'm more than happy at working the position that I'm working and taking on more and more responsibility as it comes. Um, so this will be a huge step for me of deciding, okay, now's the time to no longer just accept that. I need to prioritize making more, more, more so that we can do better for ourselves. Um, and then, you know, taking on a job that I'm less um, ready for, I guess you could say, I'm up to the challenge. Um, basically, that means um, I'm more than likely, you know, Spencer, if you're, if you're listening to this, this isn't a full commitment, but I am heavily thinking about joining him at working at Metro in Sullivan. Um, I'm willing to say that out loud because metro is a isp it's a lot more open um and the attack vector against me is very minimal um they're not going to be trying to hit me as an individual and i am very uh, literate on cybersecurity, so it's not gonna matter anyways but you know the place that i work at right now it is very sensitive information um not something that you should advertise and if something were to happen it would be massively devastating to it so um at this point, you know, you could probably figure out what I'm talking about <laughs> um, just by, you know, what I've been saying. But you may not know exactly where. Um, but regardless, you know, I'm 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 comfortable with saying that because it's not a guarantee that I will be working there. Um, but I think that it's it's a smart move for me because um, it sounds like the work environment is really good. They're very. Uh, lenient on things and working with you on getting the job as long as you're competent you know what you're doing um obviously having spencer there gives me a good reputation of hey this guy is good at his job um i went through schooling with him he's a good person you know he's got what it takes um and then of course the upward mobility um i am comfortable with saying regardless of what metro has to say about it um i believe that they would pay me what i get paid now which is $14 an hour, uh, roughly 20, 20, technically $26,000 a year, but deductibles for taxes and, um, you know, hospital stuff that you technically have to have healthcare. Um, so with all of that stuff, um, taken care of, you know, going to Metro, uh, they would be more than willing to pay me that, I, I believe. Um, I haven't actually talked to them. I haven't had a conversation with them, but um, I think that they're more than comfortable doing that, especially starting pay coming in um, because I have the three years of experience already um, and good rep, good rep and good resources, good um, resume, good um, 
recommendations. What is the word I'm looking for? What is the, what are they called? Um, not testimonials, but references. That's the word I'm looking for. References are good. Um, so for me, you know, it's a good move and, um, I'm not hundred percent sure if Spencer's comfortable with people knowing what he's getting paid. So I'm not going to tell you what he gets paid, but he did quote me a price that, um, you know, I can't really refuse. It's roughly 40,000 a year with benefits. Um, I didn't really go into details on what it was, um, which what you just heard, that's literally double what I get paid now. Um, that would be nice. Um, which obviously, uh, I think he's been there two years, a year and a half. Um, so he did after his first year, um, get a raise. So by that metric, you know, I would potentially hit not 40,000. I don't think, I don't think that they would double, but that is a good quote on a price that I think is, is a good starting point for an upgrade. Um, Obviously, I'm trying to get, like what I said, $100,000 in a year. That's my goal, not for 2022, but by 2025. So that's a very good, strong starting point in 2022 where I could potentially double within a year and a half. Um, I think that's a very good idea. Um, obviously, I'm going to go in aiming to start at... Uh, I'll probably hit them with 17 or 18 unless they hit me first and then see where they're at. But I'm not going to push 20 because that is kind of a bit much, um, in my opinion, for a very, very beginning start. But after 90 days, you know, reevaluations, all of that stuff. But regardless, I am heavily looking into that um, only after I get the experience at uh, the place that I work at now. Um, I don't want to leave them hanging, you know, dry because they did do so much for me. I did work with them like two years before my internship of like, we should get this going. I want to help you guys out. You guys do need it and I need the experience. Um, and I wouldn't say that I built anything in there. So I'm not, you know, sentimental about leaving. Uh, but the people there I do really like and I do think that they need me. So, you know, I don't want to just like dip out them on one day and be like, see you later. Um, because that's not like the best um, thing to do, <laughs> especially in the IT business. Um, your previous workplaces are very important to have a good reference from. So I want to be able to get the experience and then leave there on good standing. Um, not because I want to ever go back, but just for future references, it would be very helpful. Um, but if all things go to plan, I want to be able to leave there by September um, and then start working at Metro um, before the end of the year. Um, but if it's any later than September, I probably won't want to start until the beginning of the following year just to assimilate better into the new work work environment because that's end of year. I know it's a lot of trouble um, bringing in a new person because you're doing a lot of finishing up projects. Um, HR management at the end of the year, um, you know, all that stuff, bonuses and things like that. I understand all those things that are going on. So trying to make sure I don't get into that because it's a lot more difficult to do, especially for me where I would, you know, tax reason stuff as well is annoying to do. Um, and any other uh, healthcare moving, 401k moving, things like that are harder to do at the end of the year because people have more of a work, um, influx of work to do, their workflow, their work, um, expectancy is a lot tighter so you know it's harder for people to do all of that stuff so doing it at the beginning of the year is better i think in my opinion so if i don't make it there by september um i will just go in at january if the uh, job offer is still available um 
I want to make that very clear on both sides. Um, be transparent as possible because that's just kind of the person that I am. Uh, but, you know, that's the big news. That's the big stuff that's happening um, already in the first week. You know, we've already... Boston's oh, guaranteed if she gets the residency, she will be changing up her job again. Um, and then, you know, myself as well, potentially getting a new job. And again, us moving to a new location again. Um, I'm very excited <laughs> to say the least. You know, I think it's going to be good for us. I think it's a, it's a smart move. Just, so, you know, that's, that's our first week of 2022. Um, a few other, you know, smaller things that have happened already. Uh, just going to go straight out there. Um, Minecraft has a bit of drama on the server, which is unfortunate, but we've worked it out. It's not a big deal. Um, however, um, going forward, um, I'm going to make a full video on this later, but actually, you know what? No, I won't. I'll just put it in here because it doesn't really matter. Um, going forward, I don't think I'm going to be hosting a Minecraft server anymore. I just don't think that it's, uh, worth my time <laughs> to say the least. Um, it's just not worth doing. No offense to the people that do play it and the people that enjoy it. Um, I've, I've had fun doing it, um, but it's just, it's a lot of work for three people to play once a week. Um, and then it dies down after about a month. Um, and then all of the hours and time that I put into it and the resources that I put into it, the researching that I've done for a couple years now on how to effectively run a Minecraft server and do it well um, lasts about a month and then it's done for a year until the next update um, so I think going forward you know um, I'm not 100% sure 118 1 I'm just gonna leave the server the way it is um, and if enough people complain about it I will update it to newer versions but I uh, wouldn't be surprised if I don't do any changes, don't do any updates, don't do anything else to it until 119. And then I'll probably just drop a vanilla. And if any of the um, data packs and any of the plugins work, I'll just drop them in there and leave it. Um, just because it's just not worth my time to research new things, implement new stuff, um, improve the technologies that I'm using. It's just, it's not worth it <laughs> at the end of the day. So I've taken a step back from that. Um, and instead what i've done is i've been working on fabric mod um mod pack i guess you could call it um, i'm calling it the game and chill load order definitive edition uh basically it's fabric mods that do everything that is quality of life from the minecraft servers um there are a few like custom plugins that i use on the server that aren't fabric mods but you know things like vein mining um inventory sorting um shaders what else do i have in there i'm actually gonna pull up the dock right now just to go through them all um fps stuff um tool stats um food stats what is this one zooming that's just a normal thing um a map and a mini map to use um better sounds and obviously my resource resource and shader pack that I use um, are all in this document um, to cover everything that my server would be doing for you so that you could have a vanilla experience. You know, all you have to do is just hop into 118.1 and just launch and I give you everything from the server side. Um, that's obviously what I've been working on, but since people are not wanting to play on it as much, the few people that do, but also I think they're using Realms right now uh, because they like mini games. 
um, and that has had had some traction. So giving them the ability to still use the quality of life stuff, I think, is the new um, project just because it takes like 10 minutes to do just to go find the mod and then test it in vanilla Minecraft and then jump into a vanilla server or a realm and be like, does it still work or not? Because some things do, some things don't. Um, because some some mods like Armored Elytra, it's client side, but you have to be in a single player world for it to work or else have data packs on the server, which obviously realms don't get data packs, so you can't do. Um, so there are some things that do and don't work in certain places. So, But that only takes 10 minutes to do versus the six hours it would take me to drop in a plugin, edit the configuration, upload it to the um server and then make sure it works across the velocity which is a waterfall um fork um and works across multiple servers and things like that i'm actually gonna pause this real quick so there are a few things that you know like i said don't work out um and it takes a lot longer to do on the server side so um, I think this is the best of both worlds because at the end of the day, you know, I want people to have fun with Minecraft and I want people to enjoy it to the fullest extent. Um, and then also, you know, some of the vanilla jank sucks and it's super annoying to do things. So having the quality of life things is very important. So the whole idea of the server was to do that was to be vanilla plus, well, not even plus vanilla fixed, I think is the better way a patched version. Um, my ideal patched version. Uh, so I think that that's what this definitive edition mod pack will be is everything inside of it is client side, obviously, but not game changing server changing. Um, all of it is just to make the game better, but it's still hundred percent vanilla, if that makes any sense. Um, so going forward, that's probably what I'll talk about is the game into a loader order instead of, um, Minecraft server hosting. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I still love to be a Minecraft server admin. I have a lot of fun doing that. But it has been, like, a year to two years since I've actually, like, played Minecraft as just a normal person. And uh, it's a treat, you know. Going out of that realm and having um, Garrett be the admin is, oh, it's beautiful. Um, I literally have nothing... I don't have to worry about anything wrong. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to TP anybody anywhere. I don't have to give people items. I don't have to fix somebody's perms because this thing stopped working or that thing stopped working or I had to go find this person's diamonds because somebody else stole them. I don't know. It's just a lot of drama there, but I don't have to do that anymore. And I've decided that I'd much rather not do that, um, at least <laughs> for a while because it's been two years. Two years of not like actually playing Minecraft with other people you know i played single player i've played hardcore uh by myself a few times but being able to actually be in like an smp just as a normal person um is liberating and um all of the ideas that i've had over the last two years i could finally like start doing at a survival level because you know on the servers i do build things um but it's always like every takes with the grand salt of like oh you could have just spawned it in you could have just cheated or whatever which you know i haven't but it's still a thing that people think um and then, you know, having the having to take the time of thinking of uh, events to do on the server instead of what can I just build on the server is um, not as fun as just playing the game. So, you know, I've had way too much fun um, just being a normal Minecraft member, not even being... I'm not even moderated. I don't have any, like, special permissions on the server, and I'm okay with that. Um, I'm happy with that for 118. Um, I don't think that I, you know, I'm going to 
do much. And then 119, I'll probably just drag and drop. And depending on where I feel, I might just, you know, be another member. I might just do my own thing. And I don't care if anybody has any issues <laughs> on the server. Um, obviously, I will do some minor things like people can't connect or um, plugins aren't working for somebody. Obviously, I will fix. But outside of that, I'm not going to be an admin on the server, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that's that's some, you know, Minecraft drama that happened and some updates and some changes that have been done there, um, which is fine. You know, I'm excited for the next step. I think it's it's time to move on from that era of Minecraft, at least for me and a few other people. Um, I think we've all agreed that it is getting a bit tired and they just need a refresh, which is fine. I get it. I understand. Um, and then, you know, the last thing in gaming, uh, Wildlander finally released 1.0.0. We did it. Oh, I'm just so happy. And the best part, I can run it at medium 2K and get 60 frames per second. It's actually more optimized than my previous Minecraft or previous Skyrim um, explorations. Um, I'm not sure. I know there's like a couple DLL fixes and other such things going on that fix the game and make it run better. Um, but I could probably go down to 1080 and get 90 plus frames, and then I could probably up the shaders to ultra, which is the next level up, um, and still get around 60 frames. I'm gonna I'm gonna tinker with it. Um, not this week, but next week I think. Yeah, I have some some time. Not Friday the 14th, but Friday the 21st. Actually, I do have some time Friday morning. I might mess with it. Um, I've changed my mind because I am taking some time off. I'll talk about that in a second. But uh, I'm going to mess with some tweaks on it and see what's going on um, with that just to mess around with some settings to see what the optimal playing um, is. Because I don't mind playing at 1080, especially if I'm going to record. Uh, but I prefer 2K just because it gives textures a lot more and allows more field of view and more vision and obviously more pixels, but allows for better clarity of playing the game. So if I can play at 2K, um, 60 frames medium, I will take that over 1080 ultra with medium preset, um, which is uh, textures and modeling. Um, shaders would be ultra. Um, if those play at the same level, I'd rather play at 2K than 1080 um, with slightly better shaders. Um, I can live with that. Um, I think a total for um, total play time I have right now is like an hour um, I created a character um, I'll talk about it shortly just because I'm excited but the character is named Lucas with a K L-U-K-U-S um, don't ask me why that's just how I spelled it but he is a Breton scholar um, he technically is proficient in spell sword light to no armor variants so he will be uh, a glass cannon basically um the character is currently doing the Bard's College um, run until it gets too difficult. But the idea is that that character is not noble birth, but he is a learned person, um, learned learned Breton in the Fourth Era, who has traveled to Skyrim to learn more about, obviously, the lore of the land, but also um, hearing about the dragon events that are happening. He wants to be on the ground floor of understanding why they're coming back and he wants their ancient knowledge so his whole ideology is to basically be a pilgrim to the graybeards and learn as much as he can about ancient history kind of thing um so you know he will complete the um main quest line um 
and if given the chance, he will, in the Dawn Guard, if I ever get to it, um, he will join the Vampires, the Valkyrie Vampires. Not because he's a bad person, but because he understands the benefits of being a vampire and living like 2,000 years longer than somebody else and being able to see history happen. Um, not like he's that he wants to live forever for malicious intent, but he wants to be able to his entire life has been about learning about the past and um, writing about it, that becoming a vampire and learning that the Val Valkyrie vampire has been around for generations and the lore that they know, he is more than willing to become one of them in order to continue his life longer and be a part of the future history that will occur as well as using that time to learn about even deeper and darker lore um and have more time to do it because being a breton human um who's slightly shorter than size may not live very long <laughs> so having the benefits of being a vampire um he is willing to take the trade off of not being able to like be out the greatest during the day and you know having to drink blood um he could figure out solutions to that he could obviously he could have thralls and blood banks to work from but he would be respectful and still be conscientious of his place in society and understand that i can still keep it a secret and deal with it on my own and not be a murderous nightmarish creature of the night so those are his major ideology points i guess is the word i'm looking for but the, his whole idea is is to obviously travel around skyrim learn as much as he can about everything um and get into the lore um and that's the current character i'm playing right now and i think it's gonna be a lot of fun being that character and just seeing how long it goes um i'm not 100 sure this character i don't think i'm gonna do permadeath i'm not gonna start that yet because i start to learn the whole systems of wildlander so I think this character I will, you know, make saves and reload and go back um, at least until I hit, um, I probably will finish the main quest line and then I might finish the Valkyrie Vampire line. Um, and then if I, if I complete both of those, I will do the Dragonborn quest line. But if I don't get all of those done um, in a timely manner by summer, I think, um, I probably will finish the character leave it where he's at and move on to a few other builds that have ideas for um and then start my permadeath because at that point i should understand the entire systems of wildlander um but the idea of the permadeath is to have each character have meaning so they're all going to be as expansive as the scholar but have their own unique pieces and then just go until they die so i'm not going to go as deep into their core as the scholar just because being attached is harder to just move on but you know the main character that i'm already thinking about is the artificer i think is i think is how i'm going to call it um not sure about names or races i'm between wood elf and red guard um it can be male or female really just depends on what i'm feeling at the time if i play a lot of the scholar i might go female because he's a main he's a human male so i might just go to female wood elf just to be enough different i don't know yet but the artificer is a character who primarily works in arcane magic um, meaning that it uses a little bit of destruction a little bit of conjuration but it's mostly illusionary alteration and rune casting so preparing traps is basically what this uh, character will be the best at um, and knowing what traps are and finding them 
So relatively stealth based, little to no armor, um, and is a dungeon diver. The entire purpose of this character is to find artifacts and collect them, um, and then sell, you know, less important artifacts, um, things that aren't like as rare, like finding maybe like a bunch of Dwimmer gear, I might just sell it because it's not that important to keep. But if I find Dawnbreaker, obviously I'm going to keep that. Or Mayroon's Razor, I keep that. But, you know, precious gems and stuff like that I'm not interested in keeping. Um, I will amass a small wealth of those, but for the most part I will sell those and just have the expendable coin. Um, so, you know, with that, um, that character's whole arc is to go dungeon diving and not care about any quest lines whatsoever um, unless it's to get a rare artifact like... Um, I think there's, I think the companions give you like a wolf pelt thing for werewolves, um, thieves guild give you the skeleton key, uh, so I may do like a couple of those to get those items, I, I don't care about nightingale crap, it's not important to me at all, um, but just get to the point where I get the skeleton key and then I keep that as an artifact, things like that that I'm gonna do, um, this is a collector basically, this character goes around and collects all of the, um, legendary gear that you can find in the game. I don't have the word for it, but goes around and does all of that. Um, and I'm not really sure what else yet, but that's just like the main idea I have for that character. But that will be my first permadeath character. Um, just because I know that I will probably die with that character and I want that legacy to just be in stone. I'd be like, yeah, this character is done. It died in this Dwemer cave to whatever it died to. <laughs> um, but... You know, the Scholar is a very interesting character that I'm going to be working with a long time. I don't think I'm going to record it or do anything with it. It will just be a personal project. But when I start the permadeath stuff, I should be able to start recording, maybe even live streaming. Um, that's the idea, is to start doing all of that about the same time this summer. Um, so pretty pumped about that. Um, but anyways, you know, Wildlander is released. It's a mod pack. Um, it's ultra-realistic survival. Not hardcore, hardcore, but it brings hardcore elements, survival elements to base Skyrim. And has a lot of good improvements. Uh, they've been working on it technically 10 plus years. Um, the development team is very active. So, I'm excited for that, to say the least. Um, but, that'll happen this past week. <laughs> um, so, going into next week, uh, to give up you know a little bit of teaser for what next week's episode is going to be about um, on the 17th. Um, what have I got this week? Uh, you know, tonight, if anybody's in Discord, I might play some Minecraft. But more likely, I will be messing with Skyrim. I might play a little bit of Melee. I don't really know. I might just go to bed early. Just depends on what happens. Um, and then Monday, back to work. Same old, same old. Um, Tuesday, uh, you know, not a lot's happening there. Same thing with Wednesday. But Thursday is my 23rd birthday. Ooh, we did it yeah i'm gonna be old but i'm gonna work all day get out at four o'clock um and then that evening me and boston are gonna go to dinner i'm not really 100 percent sure yet i'm really like trying to say if i want to go to a seafood place but i know boston hates seafood and i know she will not really want to so uh probably not gonna go there but i'm thinking of like a few different a few different like steakhouses or things um, because, you know, one of my New Year's resolutions is to try new foods, but I'm not going to subject Boston to that. Um, so I'll probably just go to like a standard steakhouse, probably a nicer one, um, like Outback or something like that. Not necessarily in Terre Haute, but 
you know, a nicer steakhouse to go to for my 23rd birthday. Um, and then I'm taking Friday the 14th off uh, just to, you know, just because. Uh, Boston will have class that morning, so I'll have some time in the morning to do some stuff, um, hang out, you know, mess around on my computer, clean up uh, my desk, and Boston doesn't know this. But don't worry, she doesn't listen to the podcast anyways. But uh, she bought me uh, a 3D printer, an Ender 3 V2, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm not supposed to know that. <laughs> um, but I will probably will mess with that on Friday morning. Um, I'm going to... I think I got some room actually right here in the corner. You guys can't see it, but I'm currently pointing at the corner uh, by my desk where I'm going to put a little, not a table, but it's like an end table. Um, should fit the ender to go on top of it. I'll probably put it over there and mess with that. Um, print some stuff for fun. Um, but I need to clean off this desk to prepare for my uh, upgrades that I'm going to be doing in the next month or two. I'm looking at getting some new monitors desk lamps um uh, i need a mouse pad because i'm currently running on the bare the bare wood and i can start seeing uh some scrapes that are coming from my mouse um they're just now starting to get worn in so i need to get a new one of those potentially buy a new mouse new keyboard all that stuff peripherals i want to get all that stuff bought before i get the new system that way i have more money to just go straight into the system and i don't have to spend time later to shop for all that stuff after i just dropped a bucket of money i don't want to have to still buy more things after that so I'm going to clean up this space so I can start working on uh, new peripherals to fill up this space, basically. Um, but all of that I'm going to start doing uh, Friday morning, probably. Um, and then that leads me into the weekend. don't think we have much planned. We have a varsity basketball game uh, that Dan seems going to. And that's really about it. Um, the 16th will be the next time I record. So I'll see you then. Um, but I think, you know, I got the next three Fridays, I have some, well, next Friday and then the following two Saturdays, I have some time to record maybe some YouTube videos. I might do that. I don't know. I have, I have an idea for a video, so I have three different times that I have a chance to, uh, shoot it, but I need to have good exterior light, meaning that the sun needs to be up and be bright, um, in order to do this because I don't have enough, I don't have enough of my own, um, lights to set up in the house so at least the correct lights that i need so i have i have an idea planned i think i've already talked about it but i'm not gonna spoil it if you don't know um but you know this this podcast first one of the year we're at like 45 minutes um back-to-back episodes of the new year are pretty long um packed full of stuff but i've had some good things to talk about and i've wanted to talk about them so uh, i think that's pretty much all i got for you guys today you know i don't have much else to say I don't think there's any reason to continue on. Um, I got a good week looking forward uh, to be 23 and do a whole nother year. Um, But with that being said, you know, I appreciate everybody being here. Go ahead and check out the Patreon. Um, Subscribe if you want to. Um, I've already already bared my soul as to why I'm doing it in the previous episode. Join the Discord to talk to me, hang out with me, to talk about topics and things that could potentially go on the uh, podcast. Um, But, you know, that's been it for me. Whatever you're doing, however you are, whatever time of day it is, have a good morning, enjoy your afternoon, have a great evening, and I'll catch you all next week. Bye, guys.